The following is a RockRadioShow.com exclusive. You're tuned in to the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. with Lindsay Ward and Sir Rockin'. And welcome to the Rack Extra Reviews right here on WildTalkRadio.com. He's Rock, I'm Lindsay, and we're back with the double episode season finale of Ms. and Mrs. It's hard to believe it's come to an end. Say it ain't so. It ain't so. But we, you know what, we have to address something right off the bat, especially with episode nine. Yes. I'm just going to call it out because there was an inconsistency and we're calling it Pumpkin Gate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be mean. I just want to understand um, because I did spend some time trying to figure this out this afternoon and I could not for the life of me figure out what was going on with it. So the episode was all about the Mazanans going to Big Bear and spending time together. And earlier this season, we had an episode where they talked about getting another dog, how they had lost Mocha and they didn't want to get another, or Miz didn't want to get another dog. And then they ended up going into this place that Maurice found and they got this very expensive dog, um, which we kind of called out because they had at least one other dog named Pumpkin for like two other seasons. And we never really saw her this season at all. Um, however, in this episode, Pumpkin turned up. They took Pumpkin with them. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe they perhaps lost Pumpkin in between when this episode was shot and when they got um, Wolf Mazanin. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't want to make any kind of like presumptions because I don't know. I can't confirm it. But it was just a weird inconsistency because we had this big, wonderful, emotional episode with the two of them. And then uh, just this episode opens up and bam, there's Pumpkin. He's like, what? 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 What is going on here? I'm confused. But that that wasn't really what happened in the episode, was it? No. Pumpkin it Pumpkin had a supporting role. So we open the episode with them preparing to go to Big Bear. Maurice is excited. She's excited that her girls are gonna get to see ice and snow. She's from the cold. She's used to the cold. You know, they start arguing. You know that like basically, Miz is from Cleveland and she's from Montreal. Or Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. Montreal. And they don't know basic geography because she's like, I'm from up by Alaska. And he's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Which was funny, but she has gone out and bought, you know, these wonderful snowsuits and stuff so they can stay warm. And she has very expensive taste. She likes designer. Like, she has a Balenciaga, I think that's how you say it, outfit. She's got a Fendi snowsuit, which Ms. Comments looks like a trash bag. Um, I like how they had to blur the Fendi logos, too. Yeah. That was funny. What, what 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 was the logo? Fendi. Fendi. Okay. So, um, like Maurice is trying all this on, and she's got a silver one on. She's worried how her butt looks and everything, which is a natural fear for a woman. And she starts trying to do squats in this one snowsuit, and she just blows the ass right out of it. Like just it just just rips. Which Mrs. is like, I hope that wasn't expensive, but knowing you, that was very that expensive. Was probably, it, it looked very flashy and expensive. It was a giant silver, like, puffed out snowsuit, which honestly, looking at it, it probably could have been, like, fixed or mended because she just split the top layer. She didn't split the bottom layer, but I don't know if they, you know they them. did that they, in their they, household. They would, just, they would just go and buy a new one. 
Like you, it would be you, easy to mend. They, they're not sewing outfits. Together. They're not sewing anything. I'm just saying. Um, it seems wasteful to just blow it out and get rid of it. Um, and then Miz talks about his childhood and snow, snow attire. And he says, you know what? I can make a snowsuit too. And he goes and gets a trash bag and he puts it on. Like and pulls out a pokes out like a head hole and then two arm holes and he's wearing the trash bag as a snowsuit so his clothes don't get wet. And he's like, When I was a kid, he used to get the bread out of the bread bags and you put your put the bread bags over your shoes and that's how you didn't get your clothes wet in the it, snow. Okay. So wasn't bread bags, but that's a hundred percent correct. You would use the plastic bags that you get from the market and put them in your boots. That's actually a thing. People with snow are weird. But no, because it, because if you're going through a foot of snow, two, up to two feet of snow, your feet are going to get wet no matter how good your boots are. You're going to yeah, get I wet. Yeah, I know that. So you, you wear the bags in the boots. It, it's a, an extra layer of protection. Why don't you just waterproof your boots? It's not about the, it's not about the outside, it's the inside. Still going to get in there. Okay. You're protecting yourself from the snow. See, as someone who's lived in the snow his entire life, this is things you do. As someone who did not live in snow their entire life. You're like, why are you wearing bags on your feet? Yeah, exactly. But it's a thing. Especially if you can't buy $300 boots or more, you, you go with what you can do. It's a thing. No one would know you're wearing plastic bags because it's all tucked in. It's tucked into your pants and snowsuit. It's a thing. Anyway. Anyway. So they load up the car. She's horrified, by the way. They load up the car. They load the kids up in the car. They load Pumpkin up in the car. It's a, it's The back is completely full. And they start to drive towards Big Bear. And this is where the, this was a funny little like nod because Monroe wants let it go or she wants the frozen salt. Yeah. She wants Elsa. That's what she says. She, she it, wants let Elsa. Snow, let it go. Yeah. From frozen. That's what she wants. And Mike and Maurice both have to be like, well, we can't sing that sh- song on this show because it costs too much money to license. So I have to make up songs. It's like, oh my god. You can't just not use that portion of the footage? I think because of the, the it became a funny bit they put it in there. Probably. Because Probably. He kept, because they would have never aired it, but it, because they were trying to do you know car ride stuff, and maybe that was all the footage they could get from the car ride. I don't know. But it was funny, but yeah, since they're universal, they can't pay for it. They don't have the money for it. If they were, this was on Disney, then maybe you could have actually had it on there. Yeah, you could have gotten the licensing rights to it because it's all one big happy family. But yeah, like this is like we can't get the actual songs because they're expensive. Sorry, it was just a funny little nod, and then Monroe is like starts yelling at him no when he tries to make up the song. Like he can't even get it close. Like he can't even use the the you know the music portion of it. And just sing different words. He can't. He can't do any of that. He has to make up a completely different song. Which credit for him for trying. Yeah. So while they're in the car, Mike brings up the fact that you know he brought some stuff for them to use to train with. And Maurice is like, I don't know. She's realizing that she may have rushed into accepting the match, and she probably should have given herself more time. Like she's nervous. She's doubting herself. It's been ten years. She's just not sure. And she's just, you know, having a little bit of an issue there. But they arrive at Big Bear and all the worries go away. They're, they've rented this beautiful cabin. They're checking everything out. And best of all, they have a hot tub. 
an indoor hot tub. They do. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And this is where they started arguing about the cold based on where they lived. And Maurice brought up that, like, in Canada, they had hot tubs on the inside. And then you would, like, if you lived near the water, you would sit in the hot tub and it would open up your pores. And then you'd get out of the hot tub and you'd run outside and you'd run to the freezing cold water and you'd jump in the freezing cold water and it would close your pores. And Miz was like, you did what now? Which, I mean, he grew up near Lake Erie. Nobody wants to jump in Lake Erie. Yeah. Just no offense to Lake Erie. I'm sure it's much cleaner now, but when I was a kid, no. No. That's not a thing. You don't jump in Lake Erie. Unless you want to come out with, like, new appendages or something. There's been a lot of cleanup since. Just a little bit. But Miz is excited to get Maurice training. You know, he he wants to train her like Rocky. He starts doing bad Rocky impressions. And she doesn't understand any of them because she saw all the movies in French. So she confuses Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God, the impressions were so bad. It was awful. It was so bad. But oh, he takes... God, they were so bad. So he takes her outside. It's a sledgehammer to the tire. And here's my thing. Okay, I understood one of these really really actually i understood all these right because she's up there to have a good time to relax to just unwind decompress you know they they're there to spend time as a family and Miz wants to train and more so he didn't tell her he wanted to train supposedly on this trip so she's kind of like she's not prepared for it she didn't bring the right stuff to train so first he does it out in the cold in the snow which that is a hard no for me (laughs) you want to train that's fine but we're doing it in a in a climate controlled space where i'm not going to be freezing my ass off because while most of me is covered or most of her was covered her face was not and it looked cold i'm sure she's used to it but for me if my nose gets cold that's it we're done um so he walks her out and he's like, he's going to, he's got stations. He's all excited. He's got stations. And, you know, first he's going to have her train in the snow by chopping wood and he demonstrates it. And, you know, he's like, all right, your turn. And she's like, no, first a selfie. And she's taking a picture with the axe and she's like, hey, can you take my picture? Because the lighting's perfect. Yeah. And then we have to go to the next station, which is a sledgehammer to a tire. And this I 100% respect because... He's like, you're going to take the sledgehammer and you're going to do a similar motion to the axe and you're going to hit the tire with the sledgehammer. And she's like, I have my nails on. And she holds up her fingers and she has long fingernails. So respect that completely. Like if she was going to train, she could have had those taken off. Yeah. And then last, but certainly not. She totally would have. Yeah. And then last, but certainly not least, is the sled pull. And Mike like hops on the sled and he's like, come on, pull me, kick. (laughs) No, no, Maurice. I, I, I have a rope. You're going to pull kick. Just going to keep kicking you. Yeah. Maurice, no, you're not supposed to kick me kicks until she gets him like down a little hill and he starts to go away on her own. And then she's like, do you see my shoes? Look how sh- cool my shoes are. They don't sink. They're like ice shoes, but snowshoes. And she walks away oh. and she goes back inside, which good for her. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's yeah. Good for her. So Ms. gives up and they decide to put the sled to better use. As you should. They go sled riding with the kids. And Monroe is all for this. Monroe is having an absolute blast until she runs into a tree. (laughs) But to give her credit, she got right back up. You know, she cried a little bit, but she was okay. She dusted herself off. She got some reassurance from her parents. And then she's like, I want to go again. And she marched her little self right back up that hill and she went again. And Ms. and Maurice were like, you know, I don't know about other parenting styles, other parents, but 
Like, the fact that our daughter got right back up, went up that hill, she's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. They were super proud of her. One, for doing it in the first place. Two, for, like, daring to do the one where she hit the tree. Because basically what happened is she went over a couple dips. And the last dip, like, basically diverted her towards the tree. And it's the kind of sled that you can't control it. Yeah. Very well. It was just, like, a basic plastic sled. And then... Because she got it back up and she was okay. And Maurice was like, you know what? I need to grow a pair. I need to stop being nervous about getting back in the ring and just get back in the ring. I just need to do the damn thing. And Mike was like, I had no idea you were nervous. I'm sorry. And whatever you want to do, I'm right there with you. We're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. Which was so sweet. Yeah. So Mike decides he's he's going to help her conquer that fear. And I was like, you stupid fool. So Mike does not like to be cold. That makes two of us. <laughs> he he does not enjoy the cold. He doesn't like it. He he likes living in California and being in a in a temperate climate and not having to worry about things like that. So he decides, in support of his wife, he's going to strip down to his skivvies mm-hmm. and take a polar plunge into the lake, which is covered in ice, because he's going to face his fear of the cold. And he gives this big long speech, and Maurice is like, "Yeah," and like they all scream, "Awesome!" at the end, and. You know, she's like all for it. And then he just jumps right in the lake and they adjusted the auto audio on that. You can tell because there was a lot of profanity. Yeah, they did. Because <laughs> he went in that water and he got right back out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my God, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. I'm cold. And Maurice is like, that was so cool. But you didn't have to do that. Like you had me at the end of the speech. You really shouldn't have done that. I've never done that. It's just a Canadian thing. And he's like, what? You what? You've never done that? What? It was good. It was really good. And he's like, help me back to the house. I'm cold. (laughs) I am freezing. He's like, oh, Mike, you sweet human being, you. I mean, he tried. You know, I respect him for that. I don't know a lot of guys that would do that. I really don't. I want it. Like that that is that is above and beyond. So good job, Mike Mazanin. I'm proud of you. Way to be way way to be a quality husband. And a stupid fool, but a quality husband. So we have round two of training. And Mike is like, You gotta be quick on your feet. Yeah. So we're gonna make you quick on your feet. And he has a pumpkin and he puts pumpkin down and he's like, Go! Go pumpkin, go and then he looks at Maurice and he's like, Catch her. <laughs> It reminded me of the Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon skits, which were, 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 you know, a play off of the Rocky stuff, too. When he was training for the Rumble in 99. And he's chasing the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Marisa's like, oh my god! <laughs> so she's chasing Pumpkin and she catches her. And we all, a good time is had by all. We settle, we end the episode with the family having s'mores. Monroe doesn't like them. She likes, I think she likes the marshmallow portion. Because I was very proud of her that she just stuck that marshmallow right in the fire and lit that sucker up. Like, yeah, that's how you toast marshmallows. You burn them. (laughs) There is no patient, oh, it's going to be a lovely golden brown. No, you just light it on fire. And you let it go until it gets nice and black and bubbly on a part. And then you, like, blow it out and it's, like, gooey and melted, and just, there's nothing better than burnt toasted marshmallow. Crap, now I'm craving one. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, they were eating the s'mores, and I'm gonna be real, I don't necessarily like s'mores, 
they're not my favorite thing in the world, I would rather have the marshmallow. Because, like, I feel like people don't know how to make s'mores. Because when I was growing up, mm-hmm. like, you would get the marshmallow, and then they would just put it on graham crackers and then just the chocolate cold. And you had to eat it that way. And it was always difficult to eat. Okay. Because you had, like, the really squishy marshmallow, and it was hot. And I know the, the, the physics behind it is the marshmallow is supposed to technically melt the chocolate a little bit to soften the chocolate so it's easier to eat. But with two graham crackers in between, you have this giant sandwich mm-hmm. that's just difficult to, like, get your, get your mouth around. So I could see why they maybe weren't a favorite. I feel like you need people need to figure out a way to, like, make, like, the because you just take a Hershey bar, make, make, like, figure out a different way to do the chocolate. Yeah. Do it the yuppie way where you, like, brush the chocolate on the cracker or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then have the marshmallow. I wonder if you can buy some. Yeah, you can buy a s'mores kit. Anyway, tangent. But the girls have a good time. I was going to say, just get off the Amazon Primes. Just, yeah, just dun, dun, dun. get off the Primes. But everybody has a good time. Madison steals the, the chocolate. She is Maurice's daughter. And then Mike is out reflecting by the by the fire. He's having a quiet moment, and Maurice comes out in her robe, and she's like, "I'm ready for the hot tub." It's like, "Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get 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 out! Get out! Get out! Get out!" She, for being such a good man and such a good husband, and for supporting her, she wants to give him a little treat because he's earned it. And so we break out the bubbly. We're drinking champagne in the hot tub, and Maurice is like, "I want to make one of your fantasies come true," and that's the point where Miss is like, "Out!" just out mm-hmm. it's like good job good job well done i like this episode i thought it was a good episode it was a good episode and we followed it up with another good episode we did but first th- these quick little messages thursday nights it is the experience known as the rack hey we love to say boo I don't know. In the truck, can we say boobs? We need to get a check. Hey, so we need to get a check on we need boobs. A, we need a check on boobs. Please, can you say boobs? We boobs. have a thumbs up on boobs or up yeah, bo- boob, Boobs are okay. Any standards and practices people okay. hear? Is boobs acceptable? I like boobs. You guys like boobs? Well, boobs are okay with me. Apparently, Hunter likes hey. boobs, so are we good with boobs? Yeah. Listen to The Rack, Thursday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here at wildpotradio.com and rackradioshow.com. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell out! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. Did you know you can use Creator Code Rock and sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's 
R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. You think you know me? Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Hendrickson from Haven, and you are listening to The Rack. Welcome back to the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. Edition, Episode 10. We just finished Episode 9, and now we're on to the season finale, the final episode of Season 3, and it's all about the Rumble. We're 10 days from the Royal Rumble. Maurice is excited to get back in the ring. She's, she's ready to go. She's raring. They're out with the kids at the playset, and the kids are running around, and Maurice... Maurice wants to do a Hurricane Rana. That's her main goal. Off the top rope to Edge. Mm -hmm. And so she's trying to practice doing a Hurricane Rana. And she accidentally kicks Mike in the face while trying to practice the Hurricane Rana. And then she gets her legs around him. And she's trying to basically show him what she wants to do. And he's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't get behind that. He's like, I'm just, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about you doing it. Cause she's like, well, I used to do it all the time. And he's like, yeah, I used to do it all the time. I used to do it to girls and you did it off the second rope. You didn't do it to a six foot five man off the top rope. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that could go wrong if this gets messed up, especially because she has neck and back problems. And he's, so he's, he's very worried. Yeah, he's a little scared about her doing it. So he keeps trying to kind of back out of it and back away from her. And um, he keeps getting kicked by Maurice because she keeps trying to um, practice. And then Monroe kicks Mike in the balls. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> she's kicking him and he's like, why are you kicking me? And she's like, because you kicked mommy. And he's like, he's like, no, mommy kicked me. And then he squats down and he's like, you want to lock up? You want to lock up with me? And she's like, no, kicks. <laughs> so good. And he just sits there and he's like, ah. damn it. <laughs> it's like, you can't win, dude. You just can't win, can you? Nope. But he gets a little reprieve. He gets a little backup because Ryan Cabrera rolls up. He's post-wedded bliss. He's been in Florida. He says he's been on vacation, but he wants to visit Miz and, you know, play cornhole. Yeah, with his pink, bright pink hair. With his bright pink hair, which was a good look for him. And Miz and, and Ryan are talking, and he says, you know, Miz says, I should say, that Maurice really wants to bring the kids to the Rumble, but he's worried about the kids because it's a lot of work. They're going to be concentrating on other things, and it's going to be difficult to have them there. It would really be easier for both of them to leave them at home with a sitter. Yeah. And Ryan's like, man, I don't know. You should just talk to her about it. Like, it seems like a good idea because basically Miz compares it to Ryan being on tour and all the things that he has to do on tour. And Ryan's like, I completely respect it, but maybe you should just, I don't know, talk it out with Maurice, which is fair. Very fair. Because if she wants her kids there, she should have her kids there, but maybe it's not the best idea. 
Yeah. And they get a taste of that life when they go for training. Oh, boy, did they ever. Mike gets a ring set up for them and they go to a gym so she can practice and, you know, get ready and kind of shake off the last of her nerves. And they can't really train because the kids are there and there's nobody to really mind the kids except for the lady running the gym. Mm -hmm. and Maurice kind of, you know, sees what it's going to be like with them there and in that it's not a great environment for them. She still proceeds to kick Mike's butt, and she really wants to do the Hurricane Rana, and he's still very concerned about it. But she's starting to see that maybe it's not the best idea to have them there. And in fact, she changes her mind. Yeah, she realizes, well, maybe this is not the best idea. Because she acknowledges that we're going to be busy. We're going to be doing other things. And that's not fair to the girls that we're not going to be able to give them the attention they deserve because we're busy working. It's better to have them at home with her mother or with another sitter and let them relax and be in a comfortable environment than trying to chase their parents around at a hotel or around the city or you know, in the back of a building and have to worry about them there. Yeah. Like, they can focus on the rumble. They can focus on what they need to do. They can take care of everything. And then the girls are also okay. And Maurice is not going to be gone really that long. In reality, she I think they probably flew out on a Friday and she came back on that Monday. I think that's how that works. Uh, yeah, because they, they, probably, no, they probably got back on Sunday because... Was the rumble on a Saturday? Rumble was a Saturday, I think. And yeah, she would have flown back, I think, that Sunday. Because he had to stay on the road. He would have to stay on the road, but she could go home. And all of this this serious discussion was in, while Maurice was in an ice bath recovering from them training, um, to which Miz gets pulled into the ice bath. <laughs> sure, that felt good. That felt wonderful. <laughs> so, we go to the Rumble. It's the day before, the night before. They're talking, and Mike brings up his gear might not be done in time and maurice is like wait what 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 why why is it why, what's wrong with it what's what's the problem yeah she freaks out and she's like what do you mean it won't be done and he's like the normal lady that does my gear she couldn't do it so they had to give it to somebody else they had to do all new patterns you know yada 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 basically it's not going to be ready or i don't know if it's going to be ready in time but he's like it's okay it's fine because I brought my Shane, the gear that I wore with Shane McMahon his, as a backup. His bestie gear. And but it's like, red. But it's like, I can't wear it. You, we, we're not besties. She's we're, like, we're the goddamn it couple. <laughs> right. We're, we're not besties. Come on now. It doesn't work. And of course, part of this is that she's she's nervous. Mm-hmm. She's getting nervous. But he's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It'll be ready. You know. And so she's looking at the gear and she's like, why are these so big? Why why are these so big? And she puts his trunks on and she's like, is your ass really that big? Or am I bloated? <laughs> and then they start having a conversation about how if she eats a bite of food, she bloats. And she's like, I must be bloated. That must be what's wrong. And he's like, I can help you with that. Because mm-hmm. apparently, apparently, bang, bang, and a bang, and a bang, instead of bang, 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 and a bang helps with bloating. Um, apparently. And Mrs. Ms. even points out that some prize fighters don't don't bang before they go into the ring. He's like WWE superstars. Well, we it's a celebration for us. But Maurice isn't interested. Instead, she talks about her gear. She's a little worried. Yes, because it looks good, but it kind of goes up her butt when she walks. Yes, and she's okay with her tits and her ass falling out of her gear, but not not her um hoo ha hoo ha. 
And Mace is like, wait, what? You're okay with your tits in your ass, but not your hoo-ha. And she's like, yeah. Because, honestly, it's probably happened before. Where either her tits or her ass, at some point, have come out. In part or total. That's just the nature of what they do. Stuff happens, right? You have unfortunate gear failures. It happens to the guys. It's not a frequent thing, but I'm sure it's like you just accept that as part of the job. Mm -hmm. And you try to manage it as much as you can. But at some point, something could fail. And it's just, boom, there it is. And the you the only thing you can do is make the best of the situation. Like, wasn't it... Was it Undertaker or was it Kane that had, like, a massive, like, pant blowout in the ring and they had to duct tape his pants shut? I don't remember. Or was that Hunter? Again, I don't remember. I just remember hearing that story from somewhere that, like, somebody had a massive failure and the only way they could fix it was to duct tape the gear shut. Might have been... No, I think it was Sean. I think it was Sean that it happened to because I think it was when he came back and he was wearing the pleather pants and they just gave. And he's like, I don't know what to do. So they duct taped them shut. But then we get to the rumble. The gear is fine. It's ready just in time. They go see the lady. She's she's kvetching at Miz because she cut her finger. And she's like, the sewing portion is done. I just basically have to bedazzle it. And I'm worried that the glue won't be dry in time. And he's like, if that's the worst problem, just make it look the best that it can. I'm not that worried about it. As long as I can wear it, we're good. And he's, you know, reassuring her. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. See, it's fine. And then we get various backstage shots of, like, all the girls tooling around in a golf cart and um, people walking around backstage and, you know, Ms. and, Ms. and Marie's catching up with people. They change into their gear. She looks fantastic. He looks fantastic. WWE wants um, pictures of them. And they talk about just the match coming and how, like, the nerves and the adrenaline and everything start to hit you at certain points, and we see how each of them react to it. Like, yeah. Miz looks like a madman, and Maurice is just kind of calm, where she's just ready to go. It's like, let's go, let's do this, let's do the thing. And then they do the damn thing. They walk out, they face Edge and Beth Phoenix. They both look fantastic. They're both jazzed up, and they wrestle the match. And then comes time for the dreaded Hurricane Rana, and she pulls it off flawlessly. She did. Like a damn boss. Miz is so proud. He's so, so proud. They're so excited after the match. They call their kids. The kids enjoyed it. They tell the kids not to do do it because mommy and daddy are trained professionals. But they're jazzed up. They're excited. It was a good time. And Maurice is like, I want my daughters to walk that aisle with me one day. I want them to experience that. Because the one thing that they talked about it that's a good experience for Ms. and Maurice is that their daughters will get to see them do this. Yeah. And they see them do this together, united. Which is good. And it's a, sorry, God. Which is good. It's a good message to send to them. It's a good message to show them that, hey, we're together. We're a family. We do this as a family. And we've got each other. Like, that's, that's awesome. Pun intended. But that, I think, does it for us. It does. And it does it for the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. for Season 3, which is Sad that it's already over, but here we are. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Rack Radio Show, it's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. Rack Radio Show wherever you get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon Music. Wherever you get it, just search for the Rack Radio Show. The Rack, the normal show, is live every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash WTRLive and rackradioshow.com. There will be more Rack Extra reviews coming in the near future. We have an upcoming video game review. We have a book review coming and so much more because you never know what else we're going to get up to. 
the rack extra will return in some form as new things pop up. We will, and you can follow me on most of the social medias at Ward, L-A-N-S-W-D. So, for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to the Rack Extra Reviews Ms. and Mrs. Edition, and we will be back very soon with another review. Till then, bye!